Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave-She and host Brenda She-Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Welcome to episode 97 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. My name's host, Brenda. I'm host Austin. Christmas has come and gone. It's true. New Year's has also come and gone by the time we listen to this. Oh, yeah. By the time you listen to this. I think next year, though, we do have to take two weeks off. That's fair. This whole week, I've, I've just been like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? A topic? I have to No, that's... Bring? That's so valid. I we're like, let's take a week off and then we'll record the in the liminal space week, which is a terrible idea. What were we thinking? Like there were so many times I was like, can we take another week off? But I was like, <laughs> no, we're still so new at the network. We'll do that next year when we have clout. We'll have like 400 t-shirts. Everyone is giving us good ideas for t-shirts. Like um, what was the one from last year? Not last week, two weeks ago. Full Metal Breakdown oh, and I'm in your walls, G. Two good good shirt ideas. And if it wasn't the liminal week and I could get myself to do anything, I would make I would make a design for them. But um <laughs> Yeah. That's hey, listen, I can't design stuff to begin with. Did you get anything cool for Christmas? Yeah. Uh what did I get for Christmas? I got Gift cards are cool. Uh, <laughs> no, my partner, my partner got me a lot of cool stuff. But one of them was these like I I really like pink, and they got me these like cool like lace shoelaces that are like ribbon. Ooh. They're like ribbon and la- they're oh. cool. It, they're from if people know they're from like Do- the Doc Martin. Doc Martin has like those boots you can buy with like the ribbon laces. You can just buy those separate. You could just you put them just, in any. You shoe. just put them in any There's shoe. Nothing stopping. As long as it's the right amount of, like, t- teeth. It's not teeth, but, you know, the little shoe lace hole. Eyelets. I- are they called eyelets? I think they're called eyelets. So I know the thing on the end of the shoelace is called an aglet. Yeah, thank you, Phineas and, and yes, Ferb. yes, I did know that. I did know that before, <laughs> Phineas and Ferb. Well, I didn't. Thank, thank you. you very much. I didn't. Thank you, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> but I think, I think like, that whole... I think those are called eyelets. Okay. I want to say that's, like, the term for, like, the hole that the aglet <laughs> inserts itself through. Hole is whole. <laughs> And then I got, not from my partner, from someone else, I got a beanie with like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not silk. It is like a beanie lined with, I don't I don't remember the fucking word. Anyway, it's lined in a way that doesn't, I have locks. It's lined in a way where it doesn't mess up my hair. Yeah. Isn't that silk? I've is seen commercials silk? for it. It is silk. Yeah. Because silk doesn't catch yeah, on your hair. That makes sense. So I got that. Those are like my two, like, wow. Like both of those things. I got from people who mean a lot to me and I didn't like tell mm. them I wanted that, you know, not they that my partner knew. got me, not like anyone got me something like exactly. I was like, get me this exactly. But it was like something I wanted that I also didn't like talk about at all, mm-hmm. which was just like really, really neat. So the best kind of gifts where it's like someone just knew me so well. Yeah. That they no, knew I would was, like this thing I didn't know about. <laughs> no, it was, it was super cool. Both were very touching. Mm-hmm. I opened most of my stuff. The weekend before Christmas, my partner works at a hospital. Hospitals don't close. So Christmas, she had to work mm-hmm. this year. So it was it was cool. How about how about you? What did you what did you you know what? I like this. I miss when we were in fucking middle school and you got one break. But like, what did you get for Christmas? Here's what I got. What did you get? Yeah. What did, what did you, you get? Let me let me see your haul. What did you get? Did you get did you get the Game Boy? Fucking sick. OK, I'm coming over. <laughs> I got a heat press. Nice. So like the cricket easy heat press. So not like one of the big clamp ones. It's just like you kind of just like put it down on like a shirt or a bag or something. Mm-hmm. So now I can make shirts and bags and iron on things. Yeah. And my power grows. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got one of those mugs that like keeps your coffee hot. Oh, cool. Like 
it just keeps it hot for as long as you need to be hot. And I'm like, really, I love scalding hot coffee. I love the (laughs) the hurt of it. (laughs) As hot as possible. Like that's my philosophy with coffee. So it's like the perfect thing. So when I'm like downstairs, like working on rugs and stuff, I can just have my coffee far away from the rug so it doesn't get rug dust in it. Mm -hmm. But I can also, it's as hot as I need it to be for like the entire time I'm working. Mm -hmm. So I actually finish a cup instead of just drinking half the cup and it gets cold. And I'm not going to run up and down the stairs microwaving it 500 (laughs) times. Like, that's just, I won't. I mean, in this world, who would? Who would? (laughs) I I think it's pretty cool. And yeah, I mean, did you watch anything really cool? That's the other one I would always ask people. Oh, okay. So I watched Christmas Chronicles for the first time. Okay, nice. How did you like it? One was really good because Santa like had that like weird feral energy. Yes. Where he was just like. One is great. Kind of right? un- unhinged. Yeah. One was great. It was just like two kids. Santa's a little unhinged. Like it's great. They're just running around Chicago trying to save Christmas. Love it. Two barely made it through. I don't know why we got. Two felt like a, you what? liked one, didn't you? And it was like, I didn't. Yeah. I, and that's, o- that's okay. <laughs> They were like, let's build this world. And it's like, I don't like the world you've built. No. Why did that? Sorry, spoilers for Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> Why the hell did that elf just become a human when he was bad? It's like the promise was he was so bad. He just became human. Is it just because he hated humans so much? <laughs> like, I don't know. It was really just, weird. I didn't. It was so weird. And he looked so unsettling as an elf. Cause you yeah, when they re elfed him, because he's, he's a real person, they didn't just like make an elf. It was so unsettling. He didn't look as like cat like as the other elves no. did. Like he didn't have like a little cat nose. No. Also, it features the Yule cat, which is a real thing, by the way. But the Yule cat is the size of a house, so bigger than it's depicted in the movie. And they didn't depict the Yule lads, which. <laughs> i'm sorry no pause 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 what (laughs) i want to give credit to the um, maximum fun podcast baby geniuses for um educating me about the yule lads they have an entire episode about just the yule lads the yule lads are the children of the yule cat so the yule cat is this giant house-sized cat that will come to your house and if you're bad they'll eat you that's that's what the yule cat is and then for some reason the yule cat has like i don't know exactly how many please listen to that episode of baby geniuses about the yule lads if you want to know specifics about the yule lads but multiple children that are like trolls maybe okay like and they like cause different kinds of mischief like i think that there's Mm -hmm. one that just like kind of like will lick your soup spoon if you leave it out or something like that just like weird little bullshit this was a perfect opportunity for christmas chronicles to have the yule ads and now they are just like oh big cat big cat attack reindeer (laughs) brenda what's it like being so beautiful and having such a beautiful (laughs) mind (laughs) but uh christmas chronicles too it's kind of how i feel about santa claus too where they try to make the world bigger and mm-hmm. the world just isn't as good as it was when mm-hmm. it was small. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have a story of like Santa Claus and um, like, you know, him and Charlie and mm-hmm. like the custody fight, you know, like the parents legitimately thinking something is is wrong with Scott. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the second one and it's all like whimsy and sugar plums mm-hmm. and everyone's like super chill about him being Santa and magic existing. Mm-hmm. That, that's literally the the exact shift between Christmas Chronicles one and two. So one, definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. I also watched Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So Austin, I'm so sorry I didn't like it as much as you did. You know, that's okay. We can all have opinions yeah. and sometimes yes. they're different. I won't say they're wrong because I love you. But if anyone else out there is listening disagrees with me, they're wrong. I So I think... I really, really wanted to like it. Like, mm-hmm. love Eddie Murphy. All of, like, his family are great mm-hmm. in their roles. Like, that whole part is great. I just didn't like when in the middle of the movie for roughly 20 minutes, it's literally just those little porcelain dolls doing random shit. Mm-hmm. I could have done with that. Like, the plot just screeches to a halt for, like, 20 whole minutes where they should be finding the other 
animals, people, like the mm-hmm. 12 Days of Christmas people throughout the town. I mm-hmm. would have much rather had, had like montages of them like chasing after different kinds. Mm-hmm. It would have made a great series, honestly. Like, yeah, I agree. There's no way they could have afforded Eddie Murphy and, um, no. God, I just forgot her name. I don't remember her name that either, but she wife. was great. She's, she's the daughter of someone really famous. Yeah, who is she? If you're looking up, okay, good. Like, really? Fa- Tra- Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, okay, yeah. Diana Ross's daughter, yeah. There's no yep. way they could have okay. afforded them for a series, though. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> I don't care how no. much money like, they have. The first chunk of the movie was great. The ending kind of was also great. Just that, that middle chunk. And then I spent most of the movie trying to figure out if one of the porcelain guys was Nick Offerman. It was. It was. With a bad British yeah, accent. it absolutely was. <laughs> I was like... It was, it, it was very much Nick Offerman. Yeah, with a British accent. And I was just like, I mean, it could be Nick Offerman, but like, why would it be Nick Offerman? It's you know what? Question. My partner said the exact same thing. My partner said, why is Nick Offerman here? <laughs> she was like, no offense to Nick Offerman. He can do like two roles and this is not one of them. I could have done without the porcelain doll people. I get that that was like a big, like the yeah, whole, whole that was like the, the movie. They were just so annoying. Like the, the caroling ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please shut up but it was really great mm-hmm. seeing eddie murphy again because it's been a while since he's done like a bigger movie mm-hmm. it was very close and i guess if i watch christmas with the cranks every year i should also probably watch katie king lean every year yeah okay you like, watch christmas but hold on i do you watch christmas with the, you watch christmas with the cranks every year and you dare come here and be like i didn't like candy cane lane i watched christmas with the cranks three times this season <laughs> i it's such a I, I take it back. terrible movie. Yeah, what are you it's doing? It's bad. Don't get it's bad. But it's got like Jamie Lee Curtis in it. And like, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Mm-hmm. Is it nostalgia? I don't quite know. But it I I I watch it every year. I vouch <laughs> for you. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Christmas with the cranks, my god. <laughs> I didn't realize people hated that movie. I was like, it's fine. Like at the end, they all get together and have a nice Christmas party. Like well, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Of course they do. <laughs> it's just, so the beginning part of the movie is really bad. We're like the, the people in the subdivision are just like harassing them because they've decided to cancel Christmas. Yeah. They didn't have to cancel also making donations. Like that would have solved all of their problems. If they just like, still did their donations and put the fucking frosty on the roof but anyway once the they're done and they decide that they're going to celebrate christmas it kind of just becomes like a we have to get our house decorated for christmas in several hours mm-hmm. <laughs> which is just like you know that that part of the movie is like enjoyable because just kind of like frenzied like people working together to like help them you know it's it it's nice <laughs> christmas with the cranks three times <laughs> My God. I watched movies too. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I'll say the one I enjoyed the most, I think, I'm not, as of this, I'm not done because we were not out of December, but the one I enjoyed the most that I've seen so far that's probably going to be Top Dog still is Friends and Family Christmas, which was Hallmark's first lesbian Christmas movie. I do need to check that one out. It's good. It's fun. I think the thing that I enjoyed the most about it is like being a lesbian it's there's not like there's the Kristen Stewart lesbian one and that one does not pass the vibe check for me at all because it's not no, Christmassy no, no. enough it's like a real movie and there's like tension and there's like people coming out it's and like it's a like, bummer it's like stressful most of the movie it's like oh man people find out I'm gay it'll be bad you know it's like that shit I'm like it's the year 2020 this movie came on 2020 I'm fucking sick of this Prince Family Christmas has none of that <laughs> It's just lesbian celebrating Christmas. Yeah, they're just, you know, they just the the exact same Hallmark formula, you know, for every same fucking movie, except this time they're lesbians. And that's really it. It's there's nothing weird. Both their families are very like are normal and supportive. It's like a matchmaker movie. Like the families are trying to get them together. It's cute. It's a normal, cute, cheesy Christmas movie. They just are also gay. And that's it. And I'm like, this is, this is good. This, I need this. I need more of this where it's just like normal. It's not like we're making mm-hmm. a political movie because they're queer. I need to just be fucking normal. I need to just be like normal, yeah. like a normal thing. It's not a thing that's even brought up. It's not in any interview. It's not in anything. It's just like this. It is our first lesbian movie. That's kind of where the, the sentence ends. Turns out lesbians celebrate Christmas just it's like us. Crazy. <laughs> we had news. We're not gonna do it now. 
we yeah, need to it was, move on. Yeah, it was pretty. In, yeah, it was pretty inconsequential. I think Christmas is more important. It was like, oh no, Warner Brothers doing something. Oh, again. <laughs> <laughs> we were both like pretty lackluster about it. We were just like, oh, Zaslav's at it again. Listen. He'll do something again. It's fine. It'll we'll get to Oh, he it. will. So we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with our topic for the week. The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. Nine one one. There are plenty of podcasts on the hunt for justice, but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes. Judge John Hodgman, the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once. Only on MaximumFun.org. Learning. Topic of the week. We're back. All right, so before we begin... I would like to preface that it is the liminal space well, while recording. It's the liminal space between Christmas and New Year's right now. Yeah. And I thought I could get my shit together because I really didn't have that much to do. But it turns out during a liminal space between Christmas and New Year, you just can't get anything done. No. I was literally sitting at my computer trying to research for the story that like is very cool. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I'm just staring I... at my computer. It just says <laughs> one word. I love you so much, but why do you think I took the last the week before we were on break? <laughs> why do you think Set I looked at the I looked at the <laughs> calendar and I was like, we should start our break here. <laughs> so I've learned firsthand that we do need two weeks off. But anyway, fortunately, I am sometimes a YouTuber, so I have done in the past YouTube videos about things that I haven't talked about mm -hmm. on this podcast yet. And I was like, oh, this would be a pretty cool thing to talk about also on the podcast. And mm -hmm. I've already done all the research. Good. So as there was just a giant YouTube plagiarism scandal, I would like to say that, yes, I'm also a YouTuber. So if you think that you've heard some of these facts in this exact order before... Yes, you probably have. It was my video. I'm not plagiarizing. <laughs> I'm plagiarizing myself for my own benefit. So just to get that out of the way, <clears throat> let's begin. So the United States has this long line of like mascot characters, like champion causes. I oh, think yeah. like the most popular of these would be Smokey Bear. It is mm -hmm. Smokey Bear. It does not Smokey the Bear, as everyone pointed out on my in the comments of my YouTube video. It's Smokey Bear. His, his last name is Bear. Smokey dot bear that's not how that how names work no <laughs> smoky bear was introduced in 1944 in order to help combat the sudden rise of forest fires in the united states mm -hmm. the reason forest fires were becoming a major problem in the united states during this time was because all of the men able-bodied men were away fighting world war ii so there wasn't anyone to help put out these fires so if a forest fire were to erupt it was bad news bears <laughs> bad news smoky bears so smoky bear was introduced in order to just like bring awareness on how to prevent forest fires this was an incredibly successful campaign and smoky bear is still around to this day telling us to worry about forest fires sure. even though world war ii is over but this episode's not about smoky bear it oh. could be we could definitely do like an entire episode about smoky bear there's like a lot of really interesting things about him he had like a cartoon in the 80s we could talk about smoky bear but today we're not talking about smoky bear we are talking about the squat small brown owl who arrived in the scene in 1971 <laughs> to help smoky combat pollution oh it's a mascot <laughs> Yes. Oh, you thought it was a real yeah, owl? Yes, like a, yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> yes, Smokey Bear is based on a real bear they found after a forest fire. No, there is not an actual owl that they found in a, in a vat of tar and gasoline. No, unfortunately, there's no real life woodsy owl. This episode's about woodsy owl. He's a tiny little owl fella. He hates pollution and he promotes environmentalism. But this episode is not only about Woodsy Owl. This episode is titled The Death of Woodsy Owl. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Jesus. You thought it was, yes, and why wouldn't I think it's a real, you you let in with like a, a, a small owl came and helped Smokey. And I was like, oh shit, when, wait, Smokey's not a real bear. Like Smokey was a real bear. There is no real Woodsy though. Because Woodsy's not a specific type of owl. <laughs> losing my mind. So part one, I've for some reason decided to um, separate this this episode into parts. <laughs> I don't know why. Part one is called "Just Who oh Is Woodsy." Oh my! F- how? Okay. Yeah. Please. Sorry. You. You go. <laughs> so first, I'm going to show Austin. The Woodsy Owl theme song that introduced Woodsy to the public for the first time. Smokey Bear has got a pal who was always on the prowl. Woodsy is his name, you know, he's the anti pollution owl. The idea that the owl can't actually hoot and has to use a train whistle is he comical. A whistle. Yeah, he just uses what a whistle. It's him? like, what? He, he um, inhaled too many car like, truck yeah, fumes. I was, like, I was like, did he inhale too many fumes that we can't hoot? But he hates pollution so much. Woodsy's official description, as described in the Smokey Bear and Woodsy Owl Act of 1974, is... What? The term woodsy owl means the name and representation of a fanciful owl who wears slacks, forest green when colored, a belt, brown when colored, and a Robin Hood style hat, forest green when colored, with a feather, red when colored, and who furthers the slogan, give a hoot, don't pollute, originated by the Forest Service of the United States Department of Agriculture. I'm sorry, you said the woodsy and smoky (laughs) act. Yes. Is this a law somewhere? Yes, this is like the law on how these characters are to be represented. (laughs) I'm sorry. We have a law on how you have to draw Woodsy the Owl? Yes, exactly. The Forest Service (laughs) of the United States is like very... It's very particular about the portrayal of these characters right up there with like how like Mickey Mouse's ears are never seen from the side. They're always round. They always have to be round. You know, that kind of stuff. It's like that's yeah, the no Forest Service of the United States is just as serious about this anti-pollution no, that's, owl. That's really fair. It's just like Disney doesn't have like a law. Like if I drew like Mickey Mouse with like in a profile, they'd be mad at me and they'd tell me to like take it off the Internet. But I'd be like, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't spend money on this. I can do it over. You know, like th- there's not like a law about like if you draw Mickey yeah. from the side, we're dropping a black Apache helicopter on your house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's not like there's not a Mickey. I mean, there could be a Mickey act, but like the Woodsy and Smokey <laughs> Act of sorry, what did you say? Nineteen? What was it? Sixty three. Nineteen seventy four. Seventy four. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So if I were to depict. Woodsy as like a purple owl. Like if I were to draw that, is that a federal crime? Can I, I go to, it, to real jail for I, that? It has to. It, if there's if if it's a federal law, it has to be illegal to do it any other way, right? That's what that. If it right? wasn't, then it wouldn't matter. Yeah. So dang. <laughs> wow. Like, you like you like put a woodsy pin on your Etsy, and it's like woodsy woodsy's head is not forest green; it's lime green or something. And you could fucking knock on your door like uh hi is uh is is host brenda here six dudes in black sunglasses with a blacked out minivan you're gonna need to come with us i thought of that (laughs) brenda rushing to their etsy So now that we've come to terms with the fact that depicting Woodsy Owl is anything other than what is described in the Woodsy Smokey Bear and Woodsy Owl Act of 1974, Woodsy was chosen to be an owl because they're a bird that is well known across mm-hmm. the United States, both in urban and rural settings. So pretty much they were like, hey, would everyone know what a robin is? I don't know. <laughs> would everyone know what an owl is? Maybe. Owl's good. Which is wild, because <laughs> like, I feel like there's a lot of birds that people would, like, a cardinal, a blue jay, like, you know, like, where... <laughs> yeah, there's... a crow. Crows literally pick up garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it had to, there had to be, like, something else they didn't say, and it's like, and also aren't fucking weird. You know, because, like, crows are weird. Crows and ravens crows are weird are, and yeah. scary. 
Yeah, um, they're like too smart. It's like you could do my taxes. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> pe- and people think owls are smart, and it's like owls. I'm not saying owls are dumb, but I am saying crows are. Smarter. They are. Owls are notoriously very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All they know is hoot hoot. <laughs> Andrew's like owls are smart. No, honey, what? What are you talking about? Owls are the uh, owners of all wisdom. Wrong. Incorrect. (laughs) They are really dumb. I don't know if European owls are different, but our owls are very (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Especially the barn ones. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, they have some intelligence because they're a predator bird, right? But like, they're they're good at killing things. Like, that's what they're smart at. Yeah, it's like they have, they're literally little murder machines that can turn their necks around 360 yeah. degrees. They're, like, what the fuck? They are horrifying in, in all, like, if I see an owl, I get worried because I'm like, I, they are big and I would probably lose a part of my body. <laughs> like, they're, they, they are so big and they have claws that are like needle sharp yeah. and like an inch long. If you piss off an owl, you're going to have a bad day. And they're stupid, so it's really easy to piss them off. (laughs) So they picked an owl because everyone will know what an owl is. And they chose Sterling Holloway to be the voice of Woodsy. And Sterling Holloway is the original voice of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Oh, bother. Woodsy's creation is attributed to four different people. um, Betty Height, Harold Bell, Chuck Williams, and Glenn Kovar. Hmm. But there's also an urban legend that Woodsy's design was sourced from a poster contest. But (laughs) there's no evidence of this poster contest ever having occurred. So who knows? (laughs) People just say that all over the internet. It's like, oh, Woodsy was actually created by some kid in a poster contest. And it seems to be like, my, a Mandela effect cousin, kind of thing. My cousin's brother told me. Yeah, yeah. They were. It's like there were Smoky Bear poster contests mm-hmm. where like kids would like color in a coloring page mm-hmm. and make a poster. So it, it seems like they maybe like introduced Woodsy maybe like before he was announced or something, and mm-hmm. kids just assumed that they created him. I don't know. It was just. It seems to be a lot of hearsay. But if anyone has any evidence to the contrary, would love to know. But yeah. for my research, there's no evidence of this being true. And those four people were the creators who came together and created the camel we know is woodsy owl mm-hmm. <laughs> and i refer to woodsy as a camel because a camel is something that's made by a bunch of people working together and they kind of make something a little weird <laughs> like an owl with a robin hood hat yeah why does he have a robin hood hat yeah what was does that he about shoot people why does he have a yeah like, what is that okay, about yeah wait pause hold on sorry pause again pause. okay so so smoky Smokey has what is Smokey? It's it's like the Force Ranger hat. He's got here. Here's the notes from my YouTube video: a shovel-toting grizzly bear wearing a campaign hat and a pair of blue jeans. Oh, they're called. So he's got like. Yeah, I I don't. It's also like it's also like the Force Ranger hat. So yeah, so that makes sense because that's what he does. Yeah, but why does he wear jeans? Never mind. Sorry. Oh, so Smokey probably wears jeans because he works outside. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I get it. They were like, well, he can't, he can't, his cock can't be out, but he doesn't need to wear his a shirt. His bear dick can't, he can't be all out and about, you guys. Like, I won't lie, it makes, it makes for a better silhouette than if he was just a bear yeah. in a hat. Like, I get, they were like, we gotta pick one of them. And it's weird they didn't do shirt because, like, that's, that was the thing for animal mascots. I, I digress. Mm-hmm. They were like, we can't have it look like Winnie the Pooh. Even though at this point Winnie the Pooh didn't wear a T-shirt, because Disney's Winnie the Pooh didn't exist at this point, so like they were like, we can't have it look like this bear. Mickey Mouse come out. went into the past. He's like, I swear the fucking god, if you put pants in that bear instead of a shirt, <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> and then went back into his time hole. Anyway, what, yeah, why would he wears a Robin Hood hat? I feel like they're like he needs a hat. I don't know, uh, <laughs> not the smoky one. <laughs> And he also has pants on. Like, he's got, like, little pants with this big belt buckle, like the yeah. Wumbo belt buckle. Except here, it doesn't stand for Wumbo. It stands for um, Woodsy. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I was like, is it safe? what does it stand for? You know how, like, recycling people always wear those fucking Robin Hood hats? That's how you can pick them out. Yeah, that's, that's just a known thing. Like, they're all on the side of the road wearing their little Robin Hood hats, <laughs> completely shirtless, wearing their, their Wumbo belts and <laughs> picking trash off the side of the road. Just a typical thing you see every day. Just a normal, everyday thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so Austin, this is a Woodsy Owl PSA from, I don't know, the 70s. 
I'm Woodsy Owl, and I'm here to tell you about a dirty word, pollution. Help Woodsy spread the word. Never be a dirty bird. Hoo-hoo. Don't paint or write off buildings. That's pollution. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Never be a dirty bird. Hoo-hoo. Turn your radio down. That's noise pollution. In the city or in the woods, help keep America looking good. Turn your radio down. That's noise pollution. Yeah, that's I, noise pollution. Like, like, yeah, yes. I don't know if it's the one we need to be the most concerned about. I think um, car exhaust and um, factory runoff is more concerning. Yeah, there's no way that like big factories and shit were in the woodsy. That's why that has to be like, it's not popular. They had to be like, yeah, we ain't doing that, chief. You better get rid of that fucking L. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> Did you hear the Winnie the Pooh voice? I did. It's like, oh, that is just Winnie the Pooh. It's just Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> just Winnie the Pooh. They didn't keep Sterling as the voice actor for very long. I think like by 1977, mm. he was replaced with like a different guy who sure sounds like something. So Wizzy's design was like specifically intended to be like, he was like lower to the ground and like more squat so like kids could hug him. Mm. But this is ignoring the fact that he has these giant, big, unseeing eyes. They just kind of stare down mm-hmm. at you. Like, he's like, he's creepy. Like, Smokey is just a bear. Normal. Mm-hmm. Pretty normal. Yeah. Woodsy, there's something unsettling about They Woodsy. made him like, <laughs> like, they made Woodsy cartoony. And I don't know if they were like, well, we can't just draw an owl. Because Smokey Bear is just an owl. Or a bear. <laughs> Smokey. <laughs> Smokey Bear is, funny enough, an owl, everybody. I bet you, he, he, is fucking an owl. Fool, he fucking fooled you. He's an owl in a bear suit, just driving yeah. around like a mech. Oh, no, he's he's in the Court of Owls <laughs> from Batman. Ah, oh, okay. So he's got that little mask. <laughs> yeah, oh, got totally it. And he has like a specific, <laughs> he's got a specific Court of Owls mask to hide his little snoot. <laughs> <laughs> what would like, that look I, like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can legally draw it. Hers is Smokey and Woodsy. <laughs> Drawing Woodsy Bear with a Court of Owls mask from Batman is a federal offense. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, Woodsy is creepy. He's kind of creepy. I love him. But like looking at him is just like, yo, buddy. (laughs) So Woodsy is popular for a while. You know, he's like pretty popular. Kids like him. He's in tons of PSAs. He like shows up to like events to like spread environmental consciousness. And this would carry him into the 90s. When something un- unexpected would happen. Part two: Woodsy versus the lumberjacks. <laughs> I, you know, everyone else, everyone else. I need you to know that I love that. Like, it like made this script, but it was for a YouTube video, and so it's just still reading the like where there should be the breaks. But no, the YouTube video is not split into parts like this. I'm this is a conscious Brenda, decision I made just for this episode. I, I don't know. I thought it would be funny. No, no. You know what? You're you're right, and I'm wrong. My my no is it's Act One and Act Two. Like, a th- is it a three act play? Is it a three act play? This is a four act play. Oh man! I guess it's three acts in an epilogue. <laughs> you know what that means, everybody? Was he fucking dies? <laughs> yes. So part two, Woodsy versus the Lumberjacks. So in 1990, the Northern Spotted Owl, which is indigenous. I'm going to read this like a boring, like nature documentarian. In 1990, the Northern Spotted Owl, indigenous to the Pacific Northwest, was added to the endangered species list. (laughs) This resulted in higher regulations for loggers in the area, which made the loggers panic. (laughs) As they found themselves unable to support their families. <laughs> so this owl, the northern spotted owl, has been placed on the endangered species list. And loggers find themselves losing their jobs because this owl is dying. Okay. I feel like it's fair it's pretty obvious whose side to take in this. Yeah. But this nope, what happened is <laughs> the logger owls in general became a symbol for taking jobs away from Americans incredible (laughs) that's what happened incredible so i have a couple examples of some bumper stickers that Mm kind of came out around this time i want you to read these out to me for our audience i'm sorry i just press this the owls are stealing our jobs yes owls are stealing our jobs because this owl lives in the trees that the loggers need to cut down the owls and we need to preserve the owls 
owls are stealing jobs. I'm okay. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Okay. You, All right. You sure Austin, can. can you can you see this? Wow. <laughs> this Hello. Bumper sticker say. <laughs> I love spotted owls fried. And okay. Here's another you know, one. Cannot use that. That one. That one was not the Twitter. <laughs> I don't need Peter on our fucking ass. <laughs> This is almost, I almost sent you this and I was like, I don't want Austin to figure it out. Like, it's like, so it's an owl. I promise you I wouldn't have, but continue. <laughs> this one says, save a logger, eat an owl. And oh, then here's hello? a giant oil drum. <laughs> here's a giant oil drum. It looks like a Campbell's soup can. It says loggers on the top. And then there's a picture of an owl in the middle. And it says cream of spotted owl soup. This is deranged imagine imagine deranged. instead of instead of doing anything productive with your life you instead have beef with the concept of owls <laughs> yeah you're like i don't like these owls like these owls are taking my jobs when the owls are literally just need to live in trees i like the owls just need to live in the trees <laughs> i'm sorry i can't process like being owl. it's like it's not racism because they're animals but it has the same energy <laughs> Yes, it really does. And because owls became like this symbol of stealing American jobs, the USDA Forest Service was like, we have to phase wood Woodsy out. Like Woodsy, owls I'm are just yelling. too much of a hot button topic. Owls are controversial now, man. So we got to get rid of our owl. Like he's not going to be able to like, you know, we're, he's going to be trying to like push environmentalism and like these loggers are going to be like, <laughs> we need to, we need to like, find a woodsy and set him on fire or something like wow <laughs> so inadvertently woodsy becomes caught in the crossfire of this conflict here's a fact about the northern spotted owl when this started happening when it was added to the endangered species list in 1990 there were only about a hundred breeding pairs left in the wow. united states that is incredibly low. The Northern Forest Plan in 1994, which was instated by uh, Bill Clinton, halted logging in a lot of the spotted owl's habitat, but that resulted in the loss of like a bunch of jobs. And then also this is around like mm -hmm. the dawn of automation. So loggers weren't, weren't doing too good, <laughs> you know, so they had to find other, hopefully they found other jobs. We're getting towards the end of American prosperity mm -hmm. here. This is about when the bubble pops and everything goes to shit. So... <laughs> USDA ultimately decides to retire the character for a while. And this is where we're going to have a commercial break. And when we get back, I'll have part three for you. Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries will be back after these messages. Hi, uh, this is Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun. And it's very exciting because what do we talk about? Comedy. Stand-up comedy. We both do stand-up comedy and have since the dawn of well, Christ. Well, Jackie. Is that offensive? It is offensive to me because you've aged me. <laughs> uh, we started in the late 80s and we're still here. You can't kill us. So go to The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun and listen to that. Jackie and Lori Show. New episodes Monday, only on MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Part 3. Destroyed Beyond Recognition. <laughs> <laughs> So Austin, we've discussed on this show before about how companies will absolutely destroy like depictions of their mascots. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese does this pretty infamously. Like they'll destroy their animatronics and their suits in a process that they refer to as the de-identification process. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Disney does this too. Disney is like very serious about not letting any mm -hmm. of their mascot costumes like get out into the public. So there mm -hmm. are very, very, very few costumes of theirs that make it into private hands. Like mm -hmm. animatronics, those usually, those get sold at auctions like pretty often. Mm -hmm. Suits, no. Because yeah. they're like, w this prevents people from wearing the costumes in unofficial capacities and like right. causing brand confusion. So I like, mean, there's so, so many fucking rules. Someone recently was telling me they were like the suit, they were like the suit handler, like the per the like normal clothes person, mm. making sure like you didn't get like too close to the suit and like how you took the pictures and all, all like all the rules you have to follow, you know? Yeah. And it is fascinating how many things are against the rules and the fact that you can even get to see them in the suit at all mm -hmm. yeah it's like they have to follow these rules so stringently and if they don't they just 
axed you're axed immediately yeah. like you have to if you ever see like a video of like a disney character kind of acting off brand i assure you that they do not have their job no. anymore Un- unless they work at the paris park <laughs> <laughs> the rules are more lax in paris okay <laughs> fucking parisians that's why you know there's always those people post those videos of like mr incredible twerking or something it's like damn that person got so fired that person's so is like got like kicked out, gone, never good. You don't have yep. a job. It's like the characters in Universal Studios have more leeway, like you know, yeah. like Squidward dabbing. Like mm-hmm. he can do that. They can do more stuff. They have way more leeway. Yeah, which has bit them in the ass before. There's infamously like a Captain America that would like get too close to women, you know. <laughs> so those rules are in place for a reason at Disney. <laughs> so the USDA, as we've already like established, the Forest Service is mm-hmm. very serious about their depiction of Woodsy. Austin, what do you think this meant at the dawn of the retirement of Woodsy? I think it meant Woodsy, whenever Woodsy was like out and about, had to like be like, Man, I hate trees. They should cut them down. <laughs> <laughs> no, the USDA was like, when we're phasing out woodsies, we have to destroy woodsies. So oh. we don't know how <laughs> we have to destroy all of the woodsy costumes. Much like um, the spotted owl of 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 your, we must also <laughs> kill all woodsies. We must put him on the endangered species list and then also take him off of it by making him actually extinct. <laughs> Deranged behavior, USDA forestry department. Exactly. So Chuck E. Cheese, how they destroy their costumes is they kind of just tear them apart and throw them in the dumpster. So it's like you can't really put it back together. It's mm-hmm. just trashed. The USDA Forest Service went a little further and on their website, they posted a list of now infamous online instructions of how to dispose of a woodsy owl costume properly. Incredible. So Austin, I'm going to read you this three-step process for destroying a woodsy. It's got to be like burning a flag. Oh yeah, it pretty much is. Step one, incinerate the complete costume (laughs) with the oversight of an official USDA Forest Service law officer. (laughs) Step two, the entire Woodsy Owl costume, including each of the separate pieces, is to be destroyed beyond recognition. Wow. Step three, if you do not have access to an official USDA Forest Service law enforcement representative, arrangements will be made for dealing with your costume. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So they set them all on fire. They threw them all into an inferno and every woodsy inferno had to be overseen by an official who would be there to make sure that the woodsy was adequately incinerated dead Dead. gone look look, Um, look woodsy in those big soulless eyes and just whisper good night sweet owl may you rest in hell Rest in pieces. Songwriter Louis Zhang brought this to attention with his uh, 2020 song "Burn Him Down." Hello? This kind of is like no. what brought this whole thing to light. No. Yeah, yes. This this song fucks. I'm gonna put this on. So that's a snippet of that song. You can find the full song on Louis' band camp. And also it is on Spotify. <laughs> this, this is kind of the song that like brought my attention to the whole woodsy epidemic and the, a lot oh. of the internet as well. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. There's also such a, a dark humor about like this owl got made because Smokey Bear existed and they wanted something like Smokey Bear for, for, for pollution and so they made an owl to be the companion to the like forest fire bear. And then they're like, anyway, we gotta we gotta set these motherfuckers on fire. Make sure Smokey is busy. Mm-hmm. They both incinerated him, and then you know, like so that both caused fire and air pollution air because pollution. they were those literally suits, incinerating. Those suits are. Yeah. Hey, everybody, don't. If you ever for some reason are burning a suit like that, don't inhale the fumes. Be actually be very Do far not. away. Do not. Be very far away. It's mostly With plastic. A respirator. <laughs> Look, these things were made in like the 70s. Woodsy could be made of fucking asbestos for all we know. Yeah. I <laughs> whoever had to burn those, I hope they understood they had to be like very far away upwind. 
<laughs> so, Jesus. one by one, woodsies were added to the flames until the once vibrant anti-pollution owl's life had been completely snuffed out. Woodsy was dead. <laughs> wow. What is, what is this? This is the vocalizations from Titanic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Part four. Woodsy's not dead, but he might as well be. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Woodsy would make a return in 1997 with a brand new design. Here's what the USDA official website had to say about this new Woodsy. Woodsy's looks have changed to be more identifiable with children in the 1990s. He now sports a backpack hiking shoes, and field pants, smart and safe for exploring the great outdoors. And great outdoors is in quotes. <laughs> what is it in quotes? The, the great quote, unquote, outdoors. great outdoors. What is the great outdoors? <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you, you know. mean? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Austin here, I'm going to show you a quick video of what New Woodsy looks like. I'm getting really bonkers with the... <laughs> the media this time. Hey, Bill Nye the science guy here with Woodsy Owl on Earth Day 1997. Take a look at this. It's our human environment, ecosystem, Earth place of science. Here's a road, uh, a vehicle, some buildings that humans built, and here's a tree, probably where an animal like Woodsy Owl lives. <laughs> of course, you'd have to be, have to be a bigger tree than this one for, for this owl. Anyway, the big idea, you see, is that the Earth is a closed system. So if humans uh, have some garbage they're trying to get rid of, some, some waste, and they put it in a, in a landfill like this one, you see, that stuff doesn't go away. So let me ask you this. Woodsy, would you drink water like this? Huh? Would you? I'll tell you what, you do. Hey, lend a hand. Care for the land. Bill Nye! <laughs> I love Bill Nye so much. So, this is Woodsy in his appearance. Yeah, his now debut he has. He looks, he looks worse. This is arguably more. He looks this is so much worse. This is arguably more upsetting. Why does he have a yes. shirt? Hide his owl tits! <laughs> Listen, what's weird, what's weird about it, what's weird about it, what's weird about it is like the fact that he's like fully clothed makes it feel more like a furry than a mascot. Yes. This right? is more of a furry design in general because he's like tall, he's, upright. He's, he's humans. It, he's like human proportioned. Human. This looks like a furry wearing like a partial suit. So sometimes furries <laughs> yeah, will just wear their yeah. heads and their arms and their feet because it's fucking hot in a fur suit. And also right, they're it really expensive. It doesn't look like, like it, there's not enough bulk underneath the clothes. So it, it does look like mm -hmm. as someone who's like going to a furry convention but they're not at the convention yet it, that's really what it feels like he's got like not it, arms that are also wings like they just yeah. look like arms he kind of looks like he has like armadillo plating not armadillo pangolin i think pangolin's yeah. the animal it, i mean like that has like that armor plating it feels like he <laughs> belongs in like a goofy movie as like a weird background character you see yes. for like four like there's like four frames of it panning through a crowd and you're like was that a fucking owl wait everyone's like a dog in this was that a fucking owl was that the one fucking owl he's like a bojack horseman character <laughs> that's just like wandered <laughs> A Tuka and Birdie bird that has <laughs> come into this world. Jesus. I, I want to say I love that Bill, Bill Nye is here. here. Bill Nye said, he's like, let me say the exact day and time of this of this event <laughs> for all of history to know forever. This, hey, everyone. This is Earth Day 1997 at exactly 12.05 p.m. <laughs> and I'm still trying to get you to save the planet. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> Please save the fucking planet. This owl couldn't help me. Woodsy still has his hat, though, which is... Yep. Perplexing. Uh, a question. Does this Woodsy yes. break the Woodsy and Smokey Bear Act of 1974? And if so, and if so, can I open a lawsuit against the USD? I would surmise that there's been an amendment or a complete nullification to the Smokey Bear Woodsy Owl Act of 1974 in order to let this abomination exist. <laughs> and if not, this, the USD, yeah. USD force, I'm on your fucking ass. 
And this is this is pretty much where our story ends. This is Woodsy. This he's still kind of around. Like they haven't retired him like before. They haven't set multiple Woodsies on fire. But he came back in 1997 and then just promptly disappeared. Didn't have like the same kind of pull as he did before. I wonder why. So he's, it's almost like someone yeah, killed he, him. Yeah, he's not dead, but he pretty much is dead. He every so often, wow. like he has got a Twitter. Every so often, the Twitter posts like on Earth Day, but it's like yeah, and he has a Funko Pop. But what? It's old Woodsy. Yeah, it's old Woodsy. Well, of old Woodsy it is. has a Funko it's Pop. It's got to be iconic. You, you know what? I bet yeah. you know what's really deeply ironic because I know in my heart of hearts, like they have the old Woodsy Funko Pop, and somewhere out there, there's like some. There's some grizzled old retired logger who saw one and bought it and just sat and gently weeped in his car like, I'm so sorry for what I made them do to you. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that they would massacre you. I didn't know they'd use fire, Woodsy, okay? I thought maybe they'd just like have you work in the cities or something. I I'm so sorry, Woodsy. I thought that I thought that my job was everything. But it turns out my family and love and not hurting owls is the way to be. I understand now. I get your message. The meaning of life is owls. Also, shortly after they, <laughs> they stopped logging as a long-term career for many, many, many other reasons besides many, owls. Many reasons. The spotted <laughs> owl is not extinct, Yet. but it's still threatened. Yeah, it's it's still threatened. Yeah. So the logging really hasn't stopped it, but it's still around. So if you see one, say hello. Say give a hoot, don't pollute. <laughs> don't pollute. So I'm going to end this episode with another song by Louis Zhang called um, Happy 50th Woodsy. Because Woodsy had his 50th anniversary two, year, two years ago, three years ago, a couple oh. years ago. Woodsy had his 50th anniversary and pretty much... The only reason anyone knows about Woodsy is because Louie made a song about him. Actually, three songs at this point. He has three songs about Woodsy. <laughs> I believe Louie will save Woodsy once and for all. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Asturion, and you can find more of her work at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was narrated by Greg Aronica, and you can find him at Cafe3G on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter, Blue Sky, and TikTok. The show is edited every week by Brenda Snell. If you love this show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast content. This podcast is a proud part of the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. See you for the next mystery, Mistorians! Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.